pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. something last night we were going to talk about today it had something to do with all this psyops stuff we talked about last week well we're talking about nonconformity and standing up for our rights i mean making sure that the government understands that they work for us not the other way around <laughs> yeah i think that's been something lost on our population for a long time that um the government does work for us we hired them they didn't hire us we are not their subjects. It doesn't work like a monarchy or totalitarianism type of government or whatever. We They work for us. And I, I think there's too many people in, in our, even in our generation that just doesn't, they don't understand that concept of the government is us. Well, not just our generation, uh, younger generations as well, but you have too many people of the mindset that go around nowadays and think, oh, the government said do this, that must be good, or it must be right. And the, the only right is if it's in align with the Constitution. And if it's not in line with the Constitution, then it's an edict. And we, as Americans, we don't follow edicts. Worldwide, we're known as colonials or we're known as people that insurrectionists. We're known as badasses. You know, we're known as badasses because we are free and we do right. that. We have that in our spirit. And when the government wants to pass down an edict, even the Constitution says that any law passed that goes against the Constitution, we don't, it's not a law. It's it ain't not legal. Avoid. That's right. From the beginning, it doesn't even exist. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and I know that some places here in this country, I'm watching in Europe, there's a few countries that are getting ready to re-implement mask mandates, and they're talking possible lock lockdowns again. Well, I I'm not masking. I'm, not, I'm not locking down. You have no right. There is nothing about being an American that says we go along with this kind of bullshit. No, and people, it goes people, against freedom, period. I mean, being locked up, I mean, you, you know, locked down is locked up, if you ask me. And I'm a free American. Yeah. And quite frankly, I feel like, you know, I'm, I bought my freedom because I served this country for that freedom. So just like you did, and many people we know, you know, I was thinking about it the other night, getting off subject a little bit. Do you realize everybody in Vendetta, the last band we had in Austin, went in the military except for one? <laughs> yeah. Isn't that yeah. crazy? 
<laughs> yeah, the entire band. Yep. And only one of us that retired military. Hey, well, retired or not, we're all veterans. <laughs> yeah, I was talking to Shannon today, and there's something kind of directly related with the culture of today and part of the problem today, you know, because he's a EO officer at the VA. Mm. And he said that he had five sexual harassment claims that he's got to investigate that came across his desk. And these are claims. And I have to ask myself, in what world would a person even think that the actions that he's investigating is appropriate? And a lot of your VA employees, they're union. Mm -hmm. And people that did what he's having to investigate, they shouldn't be protected by a union. You know, their actions were so despicable. They should be escorted out. They should be fired. But they should be our government. <laughs> well, yeah, but our government <laughs> is allowing these unions. And I don't even think it's just that they're allowing it. I think they're encouraging this anti-christian uh anti-moralistic stance on people they push it on people people think it's okay to walk up and bump into a woman's breast or go up to a woman and ask her when she's going to give that stuff up you know what i mean right. see those are the kind of things that the union is going to protect these shit bags and but you, it's not you, normal. It's not okay. That's that's right. But you know, I saw. Um, I hope I'm not wrong when I say this because I'm throwing a name. But I, I was watching uh, Alex Jones the other day, and he made a comment that, re that says pretty much what you're saying. But these people, and I, I'm talking about the committee, have basically just taken the you know the Bible, knowing what's going to happen. Okay, I, I've said it for many years, you know, the devil's got to be really stupid to even be in this game that he's already lost. But, um, but you know, he said that these people have taken the Bible, knowing what's coming and knowing that we are on the brink of it right now. And everything the Bible says, they're making laws that say exactly the opposite. Makes sense to me, you know. That's why we're seeing it so much more now. I mean, you you uh, brought it up to me the other day. A friend of mine was telling me the day before you brought it up that Illinois has now passed a law that there's a no-cash bail for second-degree murder, aggravated rape, uh, all these extremely violent crimes against humanity. No-cash bond? And we've seen it already. They're just letting people out. It's almost like, oh, you don't mind using a gun and you like using a gun just to shoot people, right? Okay, we're letting you out of jail. You know, that's, that's what they're doing. Well, well, it's one of the founding principles of Marxism, which leads right. to communism. In order to rebuild, they have to first destroy it. Mm -hmm. And that's what they're trying to do. Uh Another outcome I think that they're hoping for, because the one world government 
is it's like the end game for them is well we've arrested police officers mm-hmm. we've charged police officers we've convicted police officers yep. yes and we forced seasoned professional good police officers to retire early because or to quit the profession right in fear of prosecution mm-hmm. well a lot of this is if you flood the streets with a bunch of hellions, well, there's only a few courses of action that's going to wind up happening. One, the citizens get so fed up that they start defending themselves in the absence of the law. Two, well, in that act, the first act, they're going to start getting prosecuted. That's right. Well, then you're going to then you're going to turn around and you're going to have citizens reluctant to do anything because they're scared of getting prosecuted well when that happens and the breakdown of society is complete the only thing they're going to do is they're going to usher in the blue turtles the un (laughs) to gain control and try to declare martial law they're going to say that oh we've lost society and it's pure chaos and we need (laughs) right and I'm I'm not going to tolerate that. I mean, no blue turtle will ever knock on my door. I mean, like we talked last night, <laughs> my property, my boundaries and my property, that's the Williams kingdom. That's right. I'm the king. I make the laws on that property. And I'll tell the UN, mm-hmm. you're not welcome here. You have just been exiled. <laughs> I expect right. you to do an about face at a double time and unasked my AO. Mm-hmm. Or it's a declaration of war. Now, I'm not advocating violence by any means, but I also understand that if it ever got to that point, well, you're back into a corner at that point. So, I mean, yeah. you do. I mean, I've been yeah. saying ever since uh, January the 6th, I see, you know, I see Blue Ridge on, on the horizon. You know, was it Blue Ridge Mountain, I think it was? You know, it was just a family living out in the woods. That was it. And the FBI kind of raided them because they were supposedly stockpiling weapons and explosives. And the only weapons that they had were used for hunting. And, you know, the first shot fired was by the FBI. Oh, you're talking about Ruby Ridge. Ruby Ridge, yeah. And uh, the first shot fired was by the FBI. And that first shot, was directed towards the wife who was holding their baby one shot one kill yeah and i mean that's what we're facing and, and this is and and it, i say people but i'm still a person so i'm included but it's amazing how much of this stuff has been going on for so long that we just had and we just didn't recognize it for what it was mainly because we believe the garbage coming across the media and yeah. we've got to get it out of our heads that the media is trustworthy. We've, we've got to, I mean, unfortunately, we just got to get to the point where we just don't trust anything, you know? And, well, there should well, have been so a level much. of skepticism, period, all the time. I mean, all the I, time, I, but we got comfortable is what I'm getting at. And yeah. that comfort zone is not the place to be. And, and you know, when I, when I got, when I, when I got to say, one of the first things that I learned 
one of the first hard lessons that I learned is that if you're comfortable, you're probably in the wrong place. And, yeah. and you know, what you were saying earlier about the um, belief in the politicians, well, they must be right because they're the politicians. And I'm going to say this, and and this needs to be duly noted by everybody, especially in the church. Just because that man is a pastor wearing a suit and a tie with a $50 haircut, that doesn't mean he's telling you the truth. And as a matter of fact, my warning to Christians is you better get off the padded pews and start paying attention to what's really going on, which means everything you hear that pastor saying or anybody in authority, you need to check it out for yourself because otherwise you're basically going to pay for the sins of those you're listening to, if that makes sense. And, yeah. and there are a lot of very large name preachers and evangelists out there that are leading many into, into the flame. It, it's ridiculous. It's a shame to see it, but that's what's happening. And people are still listening to them. Oh, I just love Rick. Well, Warren. and people also <laughs> need to, well, they also not just question everything, have a level of doubt and everything somebody says, and you need to seek the truth, but, People also need to break this habit. You know, when Google became a verb, right? people started utilizing Google as the main source to look anything up. Well, once again, Google, you have to go to page 15 or 20 to find something outside of the mainstream. You go to Google, you're going to find only articles written and approved by places like Politico or Snopes and they're all partisan ideologues they are not giving you the facts and in other you words wanna... they're on the side of the aisle with the CCP I mean seriously absolutely and people don't need to be saying oh just google it because people need to wake up google is a one of the biggest search engines, but it is not the most factual and most, in my opinion, trusted search engine for anything. No, it's not. You've heard me say this before. It's like you, you want to find out about coffee beans in Africa and you Google that and you get cows in Australia. You know, it's you're not going to find what you're looking for. And if you believe no. if you believe that what pulls up on the first search is what you're looking for, keep reading and it, it's not right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, none of these as a matter of fact, this is what I like to call these places like Google and you know Twitter and and you're you're big on TikTok or not big on TikTok, but against TikTok. But all of these search engines if you will these platforms that that we use all that is is mass approval of espionage that's what it is yeah. well they're data mining <laughs> yeah and they're selling all of our data to the ccp and if yep. anybody doubts that prove me wrong and i would say if you do doubt that don't take my word for it but i'll tell you your head is so far up your ass that 
you might even have a hard time verifying it. <laughs> I mean, hey, I'll go so far as to say this: if you don't doubt it, start doubting it. You know, yeah, find out. It's true. It, and this comfort zone we have found ourselves in, where we believe what the preachers say and we believe what the politicians are saying, we believe, you know, all these things that we believe. That's called complacency. You know, it, it it shouldn't have. We should have never ever reached this point. And now, to be fair, two hundred and what forty-seven years ago, our founding fathers even said this: that we do have a republic, and in this republic, we have freedoms, and this. Republic basically is just a formula for suicide. I mean, they knew this was coming. That's the reason all these safeguards were built into our Constitution to begin with, because one thing that they were very familiar with is that if a human being is involved in anything, it's going to be flawed. It's going yeah. it's going to be torn down it's going to be destroyed you know it's going to be destroyed and it's all because that's our that's our general makeup i mean yeah we no, are corruptible <laughs> we're well we are we are corrupted from birth and you know a lot of people don't like hearing that i know i mean even our sister got mad at me when her oldest was about five years old <laughs> And and I laugh about it then. I still laugh about it. But at her house one day, she got furious because her daughter had lied to her. And I said, well, what, what's the problem? She said, we didn't teach her to lie. And I started laughing. And she said, what? I said, you don't have to teach them to lie. They're born liars. <laughs> you have to teach them to tell the truth. And she got mad at me of course she kicked me out of the house but, it's, uh, yeah. but that's the truth that's, I mean and if, if that rubs somebody the wrong way then good it should and again check it out for yourself I mean it's not hard to figure out J just be observant really you don't have to just go to the bible to find it just be observant people are born liars we are born Thieves were born, you know, all these things that are wrong, that's what we were born into. Now, I know I'm going to hear somebody say, but we were made in God's image. No, we were not. Adam and Eve was made in God's image. But once the fall happened in the garden, we were made in Adam and Eve's image. Hence the reason for the need of salvation, right? So <clears throat> our founding fathers knew that. And even uh, Benjamin Franklin, when he walked out of that building, for the when they first formed the Constitution and it was signed, not ratified, but signed, somebody asked Dr. Franklin, what do we have? He said, a republic. Let's see how long you can keep it. <laughs> That's right. And here we are. So it's not so it's not so unusual that we should be in this situation. And also, if, if you go throughout history, and we talked about this before too, 
all of the world's superpowers throughout history have all fallen, what, 250 years, 300 years tops? 200 years. 250? No, 200. 200 years? So, yeah. so we've already exceeded our lifespan. Now, I'm not saying we should crumble because we made it 250 years. I'm not saying that at all. What I'm saying is that should be a testament to how great the Constitution really is because it helped us last 250 years. And quite frankly, those who are in charge of all this evil crap going on right now, or they had to work hard to penetrate the Constitution. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. Well, to subvert it. And it's been such a, it's like a frog in boiling water. I mean, you mm -hmm. turn the water up slowly and nobody, the frog stays in the water. He doesn't know it's hot. Yeah. And that's kind of what's happened. They've slight subversion here, little subversion there. Your little right. dose of Patriot Act on the side. That's yeah. Right. And they've Before done you some know things it. that have shocked the public and the public instantly said, no, 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 we're not doing that. So they back off a little bit and then throw in a whole bunch of little bitty things like that all around, weaken the population's mentality about something, and they're right back to it again. Well, there's a prime example about what we're talking about happening today. <laughs> Everybody can see it. It's in the news, front page. You know, ever since... Biden took office and went to uh, catch and release at the border. Mm. So many people in this country have been yelling arms in the air about border control. And the other portion of the po population is calling us racist because we don't want such an influx of the illegals coming into our country for a number of reasons, economic Crime, drugs. Yeah. <laughs> well, you turn around and you send, I mean, and ever since then, the federal government has been charting, chartering buses and sending these illegals to airports, loading them up on planes, dropping them off all over the country in massive way, numbers. Yeah, and they're doing this in the middle of the night. They're not doing this when they come across the border. Right. And then they turn and they don't notify anybody in the hosting states right well then they turn around and they steadily call the people that are talking about border policies and we need to close the border and you know when we enforce the laws on the books and finish the wall this that, and the other we're racist mm -hmm. well you turn around and send a small number to chicago new york martha's vineyard <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. These people are apoplectic. They're losing their minds. Martha's Vineyard has the absolute best policy on immigration. Right. They cleared them out in what, 20, 30 hours? Yeah. I mean, they deported every one of them. Well, now, why I'm, is that? I'm going to throw this out there. To... I want to throw this out there before you finish. This is, this is something I saw on Newsmax the other day. And for a long time, I watched Newsmax, and, and I got really disappointed in Newsmax because I started seeing some, some things I didn't like. But 
I saw Alan Dershowitz on there the other day, who is their um, legal counsel. That are there? He's a big contributor of Newsmax, but he's a he's a constitutional law professor, right? One of the most yeah. well respected in the country. He lives in Marsh, Martha's Vineyard, and when that conversation came up on Newsmax the other day, he said, "We welcome them with open arms." And I'm hearing the other reports where they're pushing these people out, and he's saying we welcomed them. Well, I mean, so what's the truth here? <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, and, it goes back to trusting politicians. You, you right. don't, the, the truth media. is not what comes out of their mouth. The truth is observe their actions. Mm-hmm. Well, back to my point, you have all of these people in these cities that have just recent well they've been sheltered from an influx Mm -hmm. and now they're receiving a few of them and they're screaming to high heavens oh we can't sustain this the influx is straining our system we don't have the network to handle this well what exactly do they think other states have had receiving in one year over two two and a half million illegals mm-hmm. and they, they're saying they a low estimate of over a million gotaways and some people estimate that the actual number two two and a half yeah but the closer <clears throat> number all the way around whether they be gotaways or you know illegals that have actually stayed been checked mm-hmm. are up four four and a half million so These places that have just gone up in arms complaining about receiving 50, what do they think the rest of the country is feeling? It's fine for us serfs and not for the upper crust? Well, that's exactly right. That's exactly how they think about it. Because remember, we're their subjects. We're we're the pawns on their chessboard. And they don't, I mean, you know, remember now, you've read the book, you referred me to it. In, in in the conspirators hierarchy, the author tells us that, that this committee of three hundred they want the world for themselves. They want the planet for themselves. All right, they want to extinguish everybody else. And when I say extinguish, I mean put the lights out, snuff out everybody. And they're talking seven billion people. They want to wipe off the face of the planet. Yeah, I mean, they the want it down to 500 million. Yes. I mean, I'm sorry, 500 million. <laughs> you know, we've lived in some large cities before. You can put a lot of people in one city, but what are they going to do with a planet with only that few of people? They can't sustain the planet. I mean. No, they won't be able to sustain the planet, mm-hmm. but they'll have all the luxuries they want because 500 million people will be their slaves. That's right. Well, the thing is, too, they don't understand. This is. Yeah, I find it humorous that they actually think this way because, you know, if, if a king wipes out his entire kingdom, who's he going to rule? And you have 500 million people on the planet to be, you know, enslaved by 300. Exactly who is going to manufacture all this stuff that they want for luxuries? You see what I'm getting at? Nobody. Who, nobody. I mean, they're going to have to get off their rich butts and go to work now, and they're not going to like that. But they don't think. Well, they do think. They think about how they could destroy everything that was meant to be good. 
And on the flip side of that, everything that was meant for evil, God does use that for good. <laughs> and so, and there's always going to be something good on the other side, and there is a light at the end of the tunnel. And I'll be the first one to admit I, I lose sight of that quite frequently, especially when I get light bills like I have been. You know? <laughs> it's like, especially when I get light bills that I'm paying for, and then they send me back. I don't know if I told you this. They sent me back a summary of all my light bills. And according to them now, I haven't paid more than $130 a month since I've been here. And yet their own records <laughs> show where I paid this absorbent amount of fees. And I don't know how they justify that. I mean, I don't know how they justify lying. I mean, they're lying, but they're lying to me. I'm the one feeling it, and they're trying to convince me that they're telling me now they're telling me the truth that I haven't paid that much. <laughs> Well, what they're wanting you to do, they, well, not what they want you to do. They understand you have one course of action. Mm -hmm. You can either get an attorney and fight it. Or I they can know. cut the lights off. <laughs> yeah. And screw you. That's it. It's you give me, give me, give me, give me, give me, and I'm not going to give you anything in return. I'm going to make your life miserable. Sue me. They know you're not going to sue them. Uh, well, they that's, they expect that I won't sue them because they are, which we're not supposed to have in this country, a monopoly. That was never supposed to happen, but energy, and yet they exist. It's <laughs> a monopoly. I mean, where are you going to go? I mean, you got to have lights according, you know, to I guess what we believe. I mean, I, and I'll just tell you how I believe. I know how to start a fire, and I know how to live in a tent. <laughs> I don't have to have lights and I do not have minor children. I don't have any children living with me except for me. So I'm not required by any laws to have lights. <laughs> I mean, I know my little $7,000 in a year is probably not going to hurt that monopoly, but you know what? If everybody else were on the same page, where we didn't stand for this garbage, we wouldn't yeah, have would to worry stop. about the monopolies, you know. And and but the, the people we elect to make sure that they follow and adhere antitrust laws, right? We expect them to do the right thing by the laws on the books, and they're not going to do the damn thing. That's right. I mean, you look at all the monopolies out there. I mean, energy companies ain't the only one. Cable TV, telecommunications. Uh, internet. I mean, ever. Cell it's all monopolies. Yep. Pharmaceuticals. I mean, hell, they own half your hospitals and insurance companies do. Yeah. I mean, it don't even get me started on insurance. Well, that concludes our show for today, and we thank you for being here with us. If you like today's show, rate it and review us on podchaser.com. It only takes a moment, and it will help us tremendously. Subscribe to get our weekly emails and your personal copy of the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution of the United States of America. Until next time, and on behalf of my brother and myself, we're the Constitution Commandos, signing off.